Hello. Hey. Welcome back. Welcome. We're, you're listening to Sweet Niblets. You sure are. We uh, just are going to talk about Hannah Montana. How are you doing this week, Tom? I'm good. I'm good. I'm not. I'm feeling pretty excited about this episode, but you know, it's not that great. Yeah, this is the first episode I haven't liked. Yeah. Well, or liked in a way that every time I would finish the. The, the times I finished the first two episodes, I was really excited for the next episode because I wanted more. Mm-hmm. And I was really excited still for the next episode, but mostly because I wanted to undo how boring this episode was. Yeah, I understand. Um, well, before we get into this episode, I have to own up to some goofs from mm-hmm. last week. So last week we talked about how Corey did not like Other Side of Me as the opening number. Um Corey actually doesn't like Just Like You. Yeah. Because that was the opening number it wasn't, from last week. It wasn't yeah. the other side of me. It wasn't the other side of me. And that just goes to show how many of her songs in the early seasons actually sound very similar to each other. And I look forward to you getting to own up to these little flubs that I can't correct you on in the moment because yeah. I don't know any better. Yeah. And I'm a huge goofball. So we'll that's just... fine. Yeah. And another thing. Uh-oh. Um, <laughs> So I do know who Blonde Mandy Moore is because I love The Princess Diaries. That's one of my favorite movies of all time. And I just have to apologize to our listeners for the fact that I claim to not know who Blonde Mandy Moore was. Um, But I do. I do. So without further ado, I guess we should get into the next episode, which is She's a Super Sneak. She's a Super Sneak. She's a Super Freak. Yeah. Is that the... That's the name of the song that this title is based on. Yep. Um, to, to be honest, I'm drawing an absolute blank on who it's by, but I know who it is. It's MC Hammer, right? Is it? I thought it was... No. Uh, I don't think it's MC Hammer. I think no, it's he did. Else. Yeah, he did it. Well, yeah, so it premiered on April 7th, 2006 to 4.4 million viewers, which is up 0.4 from last week, um, and it's the third episode to be directed by David Kendall, who has directed multiple children's television shows, including Sister, Sister, uh, The Clueless TV Show, wow. Victorious, Boy Meets World, iCarly, and he's still working on kids' television to this day, um, and this episode is also the third episode to be written by Kim Faris. Um, it's, uh, I really want to say the Dave Chappelle show quote about the, the artist behind super freak. Mm-hmm. It, it's Rick James, babe. It's Rick James, babe. It's Rick James, babe. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, an interesting thing about this episode though, is that it is featured in a scene from the 2007 film bridge to Terabithia. Have you ever seen that movie? No. No. It's kind of a lovely, it's a sweet little movie. Oh, I mean, I've heard of it and I've heard good things. I feel like it was on, on a plane I was on one Uh time and I watched something else. I like it. I would watch it again. Um, You're allowed to. Yeah. So yeah, let's talk about this episode. Right out of the gate. I just don't care what's happening. He's got this big fish. (laughs) He's like super, and I'm like, I'm ready to hear a fishing story. Mm. And then Rod Stewart reveals... He got it at the store. Yeah, he got it at the store and he and, named it Bucky. And he had to wrestle an old lady for it, which 
I mean, I'd watch that. That sounds like quality programming. Watching Robbie Ray <laughs> wrestle with an old lady over a fish named Bucky? Yeah. Yeah. I also like that Jackson says that named fish are harder to eat. He says when you make when you name the fish, it makes it harder to eat. Well, again, he also, at that point, Robbie Ray is putting the fish right in his face. Mm-hmm. And I think looking at a fish that close in the eye would make it pretty hard to eat. Yeah, know? yeah. I don't think... Gross. Well, this is the last we see of the fish in this episode. That's fine. Which, which is fine. Does he come back? I don't know. I don't, I don't <laughs> think so. But, you know, no more fish for the episode. So I don't know if they ended up eating it or if they just threw it back into the ocean. Um, but then Miley comes down. Yes. I wrote down how much I like her first outfit. Yeah, I did too. I said, love this Miley fit. Yeah, it's so cute. It is really cute. And she wants to go to the new Ashton Kutcher movie this weekend. Oh, who doesn't? Um, I just have, okay, so now, so that leads me to wonder what Ashton Kutcher movie this could be. And then I went and looked up the Ashton Kutcher movies that came out in 2006. And we have Bobby, which was about the assassination of Robert Kennedy. (laughs) Um, The Guardian, which was a big action movie that was a box office bomb. And Open Season, which is an animated film that I believe I saw in theaters as a child Mm. about, I, I don't know... I don't know. It's just, no. I don't know what it's about. There's it's like, just animals. It's animals hunting. I think it's open season is like a hunting thing. Yeah. So I think maybe it's probably animals trying not to be hunted. So that's what I have to assume. Or maybe they hunt. Let's watch open season. We'll watch open season <laughs> and find out. Because that I am assuming that has to be the one that they're going to see. Right. Well, I guess maybe the action one, The Guardian, you know, maybe like, yeah, let's go see the new Ashton Kutcher action movie. At the risk of being a real cynic, I think it might, might just have been a plot device. And they might have just used a name from from the head ripped from the headlines. Ashton I mean, Kutcher. I guess you could be right, but two thousand six Ashton Kutcher. I mean, well, I mean, that's like a yeah. That just goes to show how big of a deal he was at this time, too. Um, I mean, he was. I mean, me and my seventh grade friend Lucian used to argue over who got to date him, as if either of us ever would. But. Yeah, here we are. <laughs> here we are talking about him on a Hannah Montana podcast. Oh, he's the best. He's he's he's, he's pretty. He's, I he's, like him. Yeah, yeah. I think he's a cutie. All right, so this is not about Ashton Kutcher. We're back to back to Miley. <laughs> She's um yeah. She is. Uh, she wants to go to this movie. She asks how many pretties she needs to put mm-hmm. before the please to get to go. Um, and I think I didn't count how many pretties, but they, it was not an, an effective amount. Robbie Ray does not let her go. I think it was about five or six pretties, but yeah, yeah. he does not let her go. I think that's like a, I definitely use that method of, of begging as oh, a yeah. young person. As many pretties, pretty yeah. with cherries, with the sundae with on the cha- top. Yeah, with yeah, the yeah, cherry yeah. and sprinkles and whipped cream, et cetera. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he's like, you can't go because I need both of you to stay in as well. He says, Smiley, you need to stay in and study. For her midterms. For her midterms. And I said, is, is Robbie trying to be a good father? Uh, it almost appears that way. Almost. Yeah. Almost. He's getting there. Um, but then uh, she's like, okay, well, that sucks. And then we get best of both worlds. Uh, and I just noticed, and I was wondering why in my notes I wrote two spins, question mark, underline. It's because in the theme song, she does two starting as Miley, spinning as mm-hmm. Hannah. There's That happens two times in the theme song, which makes me wonder why. Why not? Why I mean, not? I just feel like you should either, I just feel like that's a one-time thing that you need to do. That's like, if you save it to the end of the theme song, 
it's more powerful than if you're just repeating it a bunch of times. I don't, it, it rubbed me the wrong way, to be honest. And I'd never noticed it before. <laughs> wow. Okay. Two spins. It's, it's superfluous. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, that's speaking to my personal mood, but yeah, I wasn't into it, Well, okay. but I do, but I wasn't into the two spins, but I am like loudly singing along with the theme song right. now. This is a good song. It really catches me. It's actually the only theme song from a children's television program to top the Billboard 100 charts. One of the only, the uh, from the decade, the other one is Leave It All to Me, which mm. was sung by Miranda Cosgrove as the theme to iCarly. Okay. Do you know anything about iCarly? Not, I know who Miranda Cosgrove is because she was in School of Rock, end of That's list. True. <laughs> That's true. So you don't know anything about iCarly? No. No. Yeah. I would say that iCarly and Hannah Montana were in like steep competition with each other for a minute. Like I would say that iCarly was Nickelodeon's which big was, show. Oh, and which one was first? Hannah Montana. For sure. And then, yeah, Disney or Nickelodeon came in and they're like, we got something cool, too, about a girl and her two friends. And she can kind of sing. Um, yeah. So, but unfortunately, Miranda Cosgrove does not have the vocals that uh, Miley Cyrus has. Well, and uh, I like that Robbie Ray is, like, chastising Rod Stewart for um not wanting to study. He's like, what, are you going to be 35 living with me? Mm -hmm. And I like that. Because that actor is, what, like 27 or 20? Yeah. Like, that's not far off. Yeah, not far off at all. That's kind of what's happening. I also noticed that after Best of Both Worlds, and we got, like, a shot of the beach house, mm -hmm. there was somebody walking in the house, like, on the second floor, Ooh. which, like, I, I was thinking about that too deeply. I was like, Definitely. did they edit that in? Did they actually, were they just lucky enough that somebody was walking? Because then the next scene is uh, Robbie coming down the stairs because he's all dressed for his date. So I was like, was that Robbie walking through the Spoiler house? Alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. But I also noticed that I liked uh, Robbie's going out outfit. Um, I think that it was I, interesting. I didn't especially notice it, but I was pretty into Miley's outfit still. And I was getting geared up because I love a montage. Oh, yeah. Um, before the montage, we find out that Jackson is also not allowed to go out this weekend. Yeah, he has to study too. But yeah. that's what Robbie says. Mm -hmm. But I could understand just wanting to have... Uh, have uh, that boy wrangled yeah or just he's a wild yeah. one he's a wild one miley has to keep an eye on him yeah um and so then yeah robbie decides to leave and he's like has anyone seen my pda <laughs> oh i did not <laughs> catch that hilarious. holy moly and i remember wanting a pda because well, this I is pre-iphone yes wow. pre -iPhone, back then and um, before he leaves, he has that line where he says, you think I'm being too tough on you? And they're like, yeah. And he's like, good. That just means I'm doing my job right. Ugh. Which, yeah, I didn't like that. You didn't like that? I didn't like that. I mean, that rung very true for me as like some good parenting. Yeah. Yeah. But it also just feels like, I don't, I don't know. I don't like when Robbie gets so sure of himself. <laughs> He's too too confident of a father. He becomes a little too confident, and I, I don't think that he has any right to be. Yeah, no, um, well, Robbie. But then, yeah, we get a good montage. I am obsessed with this montage. Yes. Did you like pumping up the party? Um, yeah. Yeah, I liked the montage more. I realized it was pumping up the party. It was definitely pumping up the while... party. I liked that as a juxtaposition for what was happening. Right. I liked that it was pumping up the party and the party was um, finding ways to entertain yourself during studying. Mm -hmm. um, for some reason, Miley's laying on her stomach on a skateboard and like just keeps skating up to her book. Where is she going back? Like, is there something back there? I like Jackson's like 
he's shooting oranges like free throw style into the sink. Yeah. But my favorite montage moment is definitely when it shows him looking into a mirror, just beaming into the mirror, and then um, he's drawing his own face on his stomach. Yeah. Let me tell you, I did the drawing my face on a drawing a face on my stomach way too many times as a child because of this. Because of this. Because of this. I feel like if I was doing anytime I was like making my gut talk it was from something else Mm -hmm. because i haven't seen this but i feel like that's a thing kids do yeah well i didn't see it before this so Mm. i was like wow that's the funniest thing i've ever seen (laughs) hello neighborhood friends oh my gosh and i love the voice he gives to it we can touch more on that later but yeah yeah, it comes back it sure does yeah um and then we have a full eight minutes of studying (laughs) and i mean they are exhausted i get that it feels Mm -hmm. like forever yeah and yeah. they were also, like, getting pretty physically active with right. the way they were studying, so I understand why that would feel exhausting. Right, right. <laughs> and um, then... The study party is crashed. The study party is crashed by our two best friends. Well, you know. Yeah. Yeah. They're two... Miley's two best friends. Miley's they aren't my friends. friends yet. Well, yeah. Um, I love Lily's outfit. Always. Yeah. Um, All this, like, whole green... This hat flavor that she's been wearing, it's like a beanie with a build, like, to the side. Mm-hmm. Man, I remember that. I was mm-hmm. listening to some Avril Lavigne today, honestly, because of that. Because, yeah. because of that hat. I noticed that I liked Oliver's fit. I don't know. There were just a mm, lot of colors. Lots of layers. It was layered. It was yeah. very. There was a lot going on. He, yeah. He said, "I got a cool. I might meet Ashton Kutcher at this movie theater tonight, so I'm gonna really try with my outfit and make it cool." And um, as a As a podcast goal, we wanted to talk about all of the good moments that Lily, like, is such a good friend to Miley. Mm -hmm. And um, I guess, like, her moment in this episode is this, but she is not, it's, she's a bad influence. She's being a bad influence, but a good friend, because she's translating, she's like, no, you know, when he says no, that's really his way of saying go. Yes. So she's being a really good friend by Real, helping Miley realize that she can do the things that she actually wants to do. Yeah, and so, I mean, if friendship is sometimes, you know, an adventure, this is her good friend moment mm-hmm. by uh, sparking this, like, yeah. sneaking out. She's yeah. a super sneak. That's she right is. back to the title. And I love her. I just love, I love Emily Osmond's acting. She's always so funny. Yeah, she's she just, I loved her, like, we have to go. My mom is in the car jamming to the oldies yeah. and she's getting uglier by the decade delivery. Uh, like, the way she, like, throws her voice and does these things is Yeah, so she has funny. great timing. She's a, She's got definitely, like, a strong comedian. And then she's the, and she's doing that like at that Lord of the Rings like creepy thing where she's like trying to convince Miley to go and she's like Ashton, oh. do it, Ashton. Yeah. I wrote Lily of the Rings because that was like a that was like a you know a I wrote golem. Do thing. it times three. It took her saying do it three times for mm-hmm. Miley to be like all right. Yeah, and, <laughs> and of course Oliver's completely oblivious to what's going on and yeah. he's like I didn't hear what's going on. Got what? She's like milk she just screamed milk right at him and i thought that was so funny and then jackson comes in so they're like okay we're leaving because we were never here sorry miley you can't go out you're grounded and then oliver's just like yep we're going straight home to drink some milk nice he's such a silly boy a good wholesome boy he's wholesome and you know he's he's silly and he doesn't know what's going on but he's always he's ready to do whatever he needs to do for his friends and i appreciate that about him um so yeah right now 
now it's Jackson downstairs. Miley's gone upstairs. Yeah. She's like, can I go study? <laughs> um, and we see Cooper again. Yeah. She gets a call from Cooper. Um, Cooper, who probably should be fired I, from his I, job. I literally wrote down, is Cooper going to get fired? Because he's being very rude to these customers. Yeah. Not, like, in a fun, playful way. No. Just, like, straight up rude. And it'd be one thing if it was, like, sassy banter to a customer who was, like, engaging with him. But he's, like, on the phone. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, no phones on the floor, gang. Yeah. And he's trying to convince, <laughs> talking to one of his friends. He's like, talking to Jackson. Yeah. talking Like, it's a personal reason. Not even, like, a family yeah. emergency oh, or exactly. anything. Yeah, and he's trying to convince Jackson to come down to the movie theater that he works at because mm-hmm. he caught word that Ashton Kutcher might be there. And Jackson's like, why would I care about Ashton Kutcher? Yeah. And Cooper's like, well, all the girls that get rejected by Ashton Kutcher can come to us. Yeah, they'll settle for us. Disgusting. Which, yeah, doesn't um, make sense. Any but... any woman mm-hmm. who is there to meet Ashton Kutcher is not going to be stoked on a 17-year-old um bad movie theater employee. <laughs> bad movie theater employee, yeah. <laughs> or Jackson in one of his seemingly endless polos. Oh my gosh. And then he he changes for the movie theater. Yeah, and later. he's wearing like a terrible button down. He looks like a total dork, but we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. Um because I just really love when he's like on the phone talking about how good of a person Miley is and that uh, she's yes. a goody two shoes. That another fabulous juxtaposition. Him just like Oh, yeah, she would never. She's so good. And then I love mm-hmm. watching the ladder come down, mm-hmm. watching her struggle down it. Yeah. And I love that she hears him mm-hmm. and clearly wants to sh- tell him what's what. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, she can't, she can't. she's going to run off. Yeah. And she leaves the rope ladder dangling, which I thought was funny because that's just like, <laughs> it's like yeah. very obviously there. Yeah. And we are at the movie theater. Yes. And uh, Jackson looks like a dork. He has like. Ugh. He's like this plaid shirt and it's like, like tucked down, in yeah. and he just looks like a dork and I loved it. Um, but then he starts saying like these pet names for Ashton Kutcher. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's like, oh, I don't remember any of them, but like Kuch, like Kuchiku yeah. and the Kuchinator and Kuchi yes. Kuchi You. Yeah. Which was no. weird. No. Yeah, and uh, so then he's trying to do this thing where he's, like, on the phone with yeah, Ashton Kutcher. He's pretending he's pretending to be talking to Ashton Kutcher so that these these teenage girls will pay attention to him. Which, yeah. And uh, the classic trope of pretending to be on the phone mm-hmm. and his phone rings. Yeah. I love that. that I love really that. Good. That's never not going to be good. So that didn't work with those girls. So he then moves on to uh, other few girls. Oh, yeah, he sees some uh, fine ladies from behind. Which... Ew, why yes. is it so hard to recognize people you know extremely well in this universe? Yeah, I don't know. You know what I mean? That must be just kind of something they have in this part of Malibu. Where well, like... I guess maybe it's like a... I mean, it's got to be for kids. Kids don't have any object permanence. I guess. I mean... But people aren't objects. One sad disguise and they... Yeah, so he doesn't recognize his own sister and her best friend from behind. <laughs> nope. And and approaches them with the intent of trying to impress them with his um, relationship, mm-hmm. his non non-existent relationship to Ashton Kutcher. Yeah, and they Which, turn around and it's like, gross. Gross. Yeah. And also, oh, everybody caught everybody. Everybody caught everybody because they see dad. Um, did this ever happen to you as a young person? Where I was like sneaking out and I saw my parents somewhere. Oh no, where you saw where you saw somebody who you knew like so for me I have one where my brother and I saw each other when we were out in the world <laughs> and you just have like now an alliance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Neither of us can tell anybody yeah. but that this happened. Right. Um 
Did you ever have one of those? I have a lot of alliances with my sister, Mm. just about stuff that she did, um, you know, like when my parents weren't home. Sure, exactly. A similar type of alliance. Yeah, but we don't have them anymore. Yeah, that's fair. (laughs) um, (laughs) Um, But I, and I mean, it's clear that like uh, Miley and and Rod Stewart don't have the best relationship, but Mm -hmm. I love that in this moment, there's... It's life or death. Yeah, it's life or death. They're like, okay, we have to work together. <laughs> we, we have are. no choice. Like, it's just that, like, sibling, like, no, yeah, that thing. You just look at each other and you know. No. Like, yeah. yeah. So I just, I love that. And they all just, like, dip behind this cardboard cutout. Uh, the movie theater would be a great place to hide. I mean, yeah. worst comes worse, you duck into a theater. But right. they always have those big things. Right, exactly. And I noticed the name of the movie was Little Miss Red Shoes. And I like to think, I don't know if Little Miss Sunshine is a Disney property, but I do know The Man with One Red Shoe is one, is a Disney property. I <laughs> so, do love The Man with One Red Shoe. I love this for you because I did look this up, and this is supposed to be a reference to Little Miss Sunshine. Mm-hmm. And isn't it a Fox property, so it's technically a Ooh, Disney property yeah. now. Yeah, I guess. But so. at the time, it was not. Oh. Um, so yeah, they're totally hiding behind a parody of Little Miss Sunshine mm-hmm. um, poster, and then Oliver shows up, and I just love his reaction to finding out that Robbie is here. They're just like they're all behind it, and he's like, "Miley's dad is here," and he just gets up. And he's like, "Great, let's go." Yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine like what he was gonna do. Like, was he gonna walk up to him and be like, "Hey, can you buy us some popcorn?" Yeah, or just definitely. Be like, hey, what's up? How he is. He is just on the line of the loop. Yeah, yeah. He's not quite in it. He's, not, he's, he's just, he's always down to clown. Yeah. That's what I like about Oliver. But I like that them seeing the dad there kind of shifted the dynamic of their sneaking out and like, mm-hmm. oh, oh, into it almost, especially once they realize what he's there for. Right. They felt like the parents. Mm-hmm. It sounded like they, the, the way that they were talking immediately shifted into like, what is he doing? Yeah. And then I feel like it maintains that way through the whole episode, which yeah. I really liked. Yeah. Um, I love that they're like, okay, we need to, like, move. So they, like, try to move with the cardboard <laughs> cutout. And then Miley's like, oh, wait, bag. my bag. And then they have to, like, move back. I love that. And then there's that guy that was, like... Looking at the sign. That was looking at the sign. And then he, like, looks at them. So they have to, like, try to blend into yeah. the sign really quick. And that was I like really when, funny. When she just tried to get her bag, they lift the sign up. And she's groping around for it because she can't see. She's just up enough for her arm to slide out under mm-hmm. there. And she accidentally grabs his jeans. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, if a hand grabbed my ankle and jeans, I mean, the I'm, I am struggle to understand the sensory world of Disney characters. It's they can't something see else. people. They can't feel people. They can't. They really can't. Uh, um, and I maybe because this had a lot more specific like Stuart family action than the first two episodes. This has to be explained why they have the thickest Southern accents in all of Malibu. Well, they're from Tennessee. But is that established? Yeah. I don't remember learning that. I, mm, well, Look, I feel like it's We'll get into the mythology. No, it's, they I don't say like, like oh, since our move here. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Um, but <laughs> they... So then, like, Robbie calls them just yes. to check. And oh, they're yeah. like, oh, yeah, I have to answer this phone because he thinks we're at home. And Jack's answers the phone. He's like, yeah, I'm at home. We're at home studying. <laughs> and Miley's like, yeah, studying at home. Home sweet home where we love to be at home. And then he, like, catches on instantly. And he's like, whatever it is you're doing that you don't want me knowing it is that you're doing, stop it. Yeah. And they're like, oh, jinkies. I mean, and I love that as a parental thing to say. 
it could apply to so much. Mm-hmm. And then Miley's having that like crisis of faith where she's like, should I be honest with him? What do I do? I, I just, I don't, I don't remember know. that crisis. <laughs> well, yeah, I just love that my, or Lily says, you're on your hands and knees at a movie theater. The honesty ship has sailed. There were a <laughs> lot of good quotes in this episode and I wrote them down because I liked them. But then Oliver yeah. has this realization, which is, so this whole moment is out of character for both Lily and Oliver. For Oliver to have this brilliant realization that what's happening has nothing to do with them and they don't need to be hiding. Yeah. It, he's too stupid to realize <laughs> that on his own. And Lily just being like, oh yeah, you're right. Let's go. I, I'm not the best friend in the entire universe. So <laughs> they this just was, fail. This was something that I don't want to accept. I don't want to accept this as canon because this feels so... <laughs> darn out of character for Lily. This is Lily's worst best friend moment of the series. I think I will say, for Oliver, I can sort of see him making this declaration of like, wait a second. Um, And not because he's a good or bad friend, but Mm. mostly because he seems like he's in his own world and he's like, wait, why am I sitting on the floor of the movie theater? Like, I don't need to be here. Yeah. So I think it does stay true to his like selfishness (laughs) and just sort of self-centeredness. I think that that's something that somebody who is on but not in the loop or <laughs> <laughs> is on the loop and i mean i i honestly maybe i'm a bad friend because i get that like <laughs> get me out of here man i don't want to be do you know how gross the movie theater floor is probably yeah no i hear you the end of the scene is miley and jackson oh yeah noticing that oh, their dad yeah. is there with a date heartbreaking heartbreaking that's a hard yeah. one for them and this is where yeah i asked before um where mom is and mm-hmm. i get it now she's yeah, dead she's dead. she's dead yeah, yeah. okay cool that's uh, that's where we're at <laughs> yeah, so. yeah so i mean um and i do have to say for somebody who was a pretty dedicated secret keeper mere episodes ago she has a kind of a double standard for the private lives of her family <laughs> yeah she is upset she... and i mean i guess that would be like yeah i, I understand it's kind of a of a of a heavy one but um, yeah, she snuck out. Now she knows mm. something she's not supposed to know. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Well, she's young, you know. Yeah, this is, was a stressful episode. This was, like, not yeah. a... I was really buckled up for some shenanigans. Mm. And not some shenanigans that ended in hurt feelings, I'll tell you what. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, then we get back to the house. Yes. And they were never caught at the movie theater, which is incredible. I love that. Never caught. Get away with it, girl. They completely got away with that. And they're just, like, talking about, you know, they're having a really nice sibling moment, Yes, Miley and Ron are talking about how to approach this. Yeah. And my favorite part is that he's doing an an impression of them. Like, he's, Jackson starts uh, doing a conversation between the two of them. And when he does his own voice, (laughs) he lowers it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That was really good. It was so funny. And then I love that she calls him belly button boy. Mm Mm-hmm. That's so good. Yeah. Alliteration is always funny. These are the outfits that I meant to talk about before. Okay. The outfits that she's wearing in this one. And then it has to be the same one. No, it's the the next day. Oh, no, no, no. This is the same night. After them them going back to the house, because then... He walks in, yeah. Because he walks in, and she's like, you know, you're late. And he's like, it's Uh, 11.03. And she says, three minutes of pure... Agony. Yeah. And let me tell you, this was me with my mom. Like, <laughs> if she told me she was going to be home at 8.30, I was an orphan by 8.32. And... <laughs> I just, this was another one that, like, they, she, she has, like, flipped a parent switch. Mm-hmm. And I love that they're treating him like a teenager. Yeah. 
It's so funny to me. And then, like, I just, I was thinking about what, you know, because she, he told them that they were going, that he was going to a meeting. We know that, obviously, he didn't. What kind of meeting would he be going to? Like, is it, like... Like, in the evening? Yeah. Well, I feel like his job is Hannah's manager. Yeah. So, I guess it was maybe, like, a Hannah meeting. Can I, like, lay lay down what a... I'm just going to throw some meetings out there that he could have been going to. Okay. Grief group. He's a dead wife. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we don't know anything about his inner world. Maybe he's going to AA. <laughs> Maybe. There's all kind of, yeah, because he didn't say business meeting. And I have taken to in my, in adulthood, sometimes when I'm hanging out with people, um, I like to say that I've, I'm, I have an appointment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I'm, I make it sound like it's for business, yeah. but it isn't. You just want to sound more professional yeah. than you are sometimes. Um, so he had an appointment. <laughs> And then she's like, and they're like trying to figure out how the meeting went. And he's yes. like, fine. Yeah. Because he can't give anything away. Yeah. And then he's like, well, it could turn into something. Yeah. It could be something. And they, and they seems like he's happy and he had a good date. Yeah. And that's the part where like, I kind of felt for him because I don't think he's deliberately trying to lie. I think no. like he, you know, like anybody who is dating with kids, not that I've been a party to this situation in any fashion i guess other than being kind of a kid yeah it's like you don't want your kids to meet somebody that you don't know about right exactly that's the thing he's got to like make sure that she's cool you know you gotta you don't bring the kids on a second date exactly and she was like interrogating him and the part that i thought was kind of cool was like i don't he didn't lie to them yeah you're right he went to a meeting it went well and if it continues to go well they'll hear about it right and i thought that was like this may not have been a good friend episode, but this might have been a good dad episode. Mm, I'm sorry. Yeah. For me, I kind of like, maybe because I don't have a dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. This is the kind of fathering I could have used. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, but they want to meet her now. Yeah. <laughs> but I just love that before that scene ends, she's just like, well, great. This is terrible. Yes. He's happy. <laughs> and it's Aww. like, yeah. <laughs> How dare your father be happy? How dare. Um, and then we get a new day because it's yeah. a new day, new yes. outfits, bright light. All right. For the third and definitely final time. These are the outfits I was talking about. <laughs> these are the outfits. <laughs> I just you got like so excited. Yeah. I don't remember them, but I'll, I'll see them and put them in the outfit where, watch. Is she, is Lily at their house? Oh yeah. Lily's at their house. This, I remember Lily's outfit yes. in this because she's got that cool little hat and that like cute red. It is very Avril Lavigne. What yeah. she's wearing is very Avril exactly. Lavigne. I feel like that's Lily's like. Style inspiration yeah. is Avril Lavigne very much, but like make it her own a little, yeah. you know? It's I like really a little, she's, she is got elements of the skater boy and the girl who did ballet. Yes. That's yeah, an Avril exactly. Lavigne reference. Yeah. So they're talking with Lily about the guy, mm-hmm. or the, the guy, the girl, the girl, the girl that, uh, the date, the date. Yeah. yeah. And, um, so they're like, well, who could she be? Who could she be? And yes. then Jackson's like, Margot Diamond, because he stole his father's PDA. <sighs> and he sees that she had a date with Margot Diamond. Mm-hmm. And th- this might be, this also might be another good contender for Lily's best friend moment of the episode. Because she says, she said, your dad's dating a homeless real estate lady? <laughs> Whoa, that's weird. She sells houses, but she doesn't have one because Margot Diamond has the bench on, oh, like, yeah. she has her face on a bench. Yes. And I don't think that Lily automatically assumed that 
she was a homeless real estate lady. I yeah. think that this was Lily just trying to be silly for comedy. Yes. And I do that all the time. So I get that. <laughs> I will say something that doesn't make sense and makes it seem like I'm being a silly, dumb guy. And I know how silly and dumb I'm being. But if I get a laugh out of it, it's worth it. It's worth it. Yeah. And I think that's what she was trying to do. She knew that her best friend was in a really stressful position and she was just trying sure. to give her a laugh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that didn't register to me at all. I didn't know why she thought she was homeless. Mm-hmm. Um, I maybe overthought that line a little bit no because biggie. that's also just one of those Hannah Montana moments that stuck mm. with me my entire life because I thought <laughs> she's so funny. Yeah. Um, and But also, you know, homelessness is a real problem in our country. Ugh, especially right now. Especially right now. So give right. money to homeless people if you ever see them. Um, so... So now we have a plan. Yeah. Miley decides that she has a plan. She has, she, so Miley and Jackson can't walk into a real estate office. Yeah. And talk to Margot Diamond. What teenager uh, can afford real estate? Yeah. I can think of one. Ah, I wonder who it could be. It's somebody who's wearing a great outfit when she goes to the real estate office. Is it Abigail Breslin? Uh, no, it's Hannah oh, Montana. Okay. Yeah, that makes more sense. Um, so... Hannah Montana's outfit in this scene. You love it? I'm obsessed with it. Yes. I would wear it. It felt like something I would wear at the time. Mm-hmm. It was, like, weird. She's wearing, like, a weird... Because she's... It looks like she's wearing some kind of sash. Yeah. But I think that's just part of the top. Mm-hmm. And I'm so into that. It had, like, a lacy sort of top. And then it was, like, white. There was a sash that had, like, embroidery on it. She's wearing these great jeans. Cowboy boots. She looks great. She looks great. You know who looks like absolute trash? Jackson. No. Oh, Margot uh, Diamond. Margot Diamond. <laughs> what is this? Okay, sweater. I I like the belt that she's wearing. Yeah. That is like okay. So fashion belts in the early aughts. Big deal. Chunky, big. That was like a huge thing. Yeah. This particular belt. I mean, it's you can't even. It looks. It looks like a corset almost, just in like thickness. Mm-hmm. It looks like it's 10 inches tall. Oh, my gosh. And it has, like, the biggest buckle. And she's wearing it sort of, like, sideways. But it, like, everything about this belt offended everything I've ever loved about belting a a top or a dress. Like, it's, it it was, I mean, the color of it is nice, I guess. But, oh, my God. Margot Diamond ruining families and ruining belts. I look really, I just want to say to our listeners Please check out our Instagram, which is Sweet Niblets Pod. Thank you. I'm never going to say it um, because you need to see this belt. And I'm going to have Tom put a picture of this belt. And I want you to feel the the disgust mm-hmm. that is coursing through we'll, my veins. We'll do a poll. We'll see if this belt oh disgusts God. you just as much as it disgusts Corey. All right. Yeah. And if it doesn't, like, unfollow me. Mm-hmm. Just kidding. Not the podcast, just me personally. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, but Margot Diamond, the actress that plays her, uh, her name is Lindsay Stoddart, and she has been in so many things. She did look familiar. Yeah. I had a look her up. She's been in The Ring. She has multiple voices on Bob's Burgers. She's been in Desperate Housewives, the Sarah Silverman program, Scrubs, The Office, and How I Met Your Mother, among many other things. And she is currently a writer on American Housewife, which is Aww. a show yeah. that I used to really like, but I don't like it as much. I days. haven't ever watched it. It's okay. Um, I like that uh, when Hannah Montana is sort of like 
trying to get in with her she and like trying to learn more about her she has a framed photo of a man on her desk Mm -hmm. and hannah montana is like is this your boyfriend your husband (laughs) she's like it's my brother and hannah montana standing next to her brother with whom she's executing this master plan is like why would you have a picture of your brother (laughs) um and it's because she he gave her a kidney. And, her a kidney. <laughs> so, and then she goes, so you're scarred. Oh my gosh. Which was wow. so mean. Yeah, really. But before they even meet Margot, Jackson makes a really creepy comment about his potential stepsister. Like, he's like, does she have any Does she oh, have any siblings? Yeah. Is there daughters or whatever? Because he wants to have a pillow fight with his stepsister. Yeah. And I also just want to point out that I love how no one in this office cares about Hannah Montana. Yeah. Like, they have houses to sell, baby. That's the office where I worked yeah. until very recently you know what i mean <laughs> yeah right, right right yeah who, who, who cares um <laughs> and then they then robbie comes in right and he's got a bouquet yeah he's got okay not gonna lie red roses and stargazer lilies two of my favorite flowers oh wow yeah like holy moly like robbie if ray. robbie ray had rolled into that office when i worked there not knowing who hannah montana was in my life right with uh red roses and stargazer lilies like my reaction would not be appropriate to share on this podcast. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, <laughs> but so then Jackson and Hannah. Yeah, they have, have to hide. They have to hide. They yes. And she in. tells, she, and Hannah specifically tells her not to tell people they were there. Yeah. And then immediately, that's what she does. She I tells, don't like Margot Diamond. Yeah. I, don't. I mean, I don't like this. Yeah. She's, uh, she's, she's rude. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she immediately tells Robbie Ray. You'll never believe yeah. who was just in here. Um, and uh, you know what? I Robbie Ray doesn't look too surprised, She's to be like, honest. Oh, really? <laughs> I, 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 I could never. I've never met Hannah Montana in my life. Who? I, Hannah who? I like that she says something about how... Like oddly, they were behaving, and she was like, "I blame the parents." parents. And he's like, "Yeah, me too." (laughs) (laughs) Um, But they're like hiding, and I like that. um, When they're hiding, Jackson's saying something, but uh, Hannah Montana is just like, "It's amazing you can stand." Yeah, I wrote that down. I can't remember what he says. Yeah, yeah, I'm amazed that you can stand without a spine. That Uh, is a burn. Snaps. That is a good burn. I love this classic 2006. I'm on the phone humor too, because there was like Bluetooth headphones and stuff were happening. And (laughs) oh yeah, so many every somebody Hannah Montana and same with Robbie Ray. They say something to Margot Diamond, and she responds. Very unexpectedly. Yeah. And it's because she's on the phone. Well, I think it's Robbie hands her the flowers and she goes, oh, I think you could have spent a little more money than that. Oh, Which wow. was like a lot. Oh, wow, yeah. Because those are, I mean, I'll tell you, those aren't the cheapest flowers. Yeah. Um, but yeah. She says she has Hannah Montana hiding in her closet. Yeah. And she calls her, uh, she says, she's in, she's what we in the business like to call a half bath short of condo. Oh. Which is some pointed real estate humor. Oh my God. <laughs> and then the door opens and I, Miley runs out. She's mad, but Jackson just goes, or no, Jackson comes out first and he goes, oh, dad, yeah. you'd never believe how lost I was. <laughs> like, the way he tries to play things off is really great. But oh. Miley is upset. She's mad. She's mad. Yeah. And she rushes out. Well, she, they, no, she confronts him. Oh yeah, she does. She, they have like a, they have some, they, uh, in, to use a, an even older television trope, Robbie Ray has some splaining to do. Yes. According to Hannah Montana. He does. Like, what are you doing here? 
I don't know if that's what she asked him, but I think it'd be funny if she asked him that before he asked her that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she did. And then, like, yeah, she kind of has this, like, well, how dare you try to replace my mom? And then she, like, leaves. And then we get back, we get this shot of Miley on the deck. She's playing her guitar. Yes. So this song is actually the first Miley song to be featured on the series. Oh. This is not considered a Hannah song. Wow. And this is actually something that she wrote um, with Brian and Wendy Foy Green in honor of her late grandfather, Ron Cyrus, who passed away on February 28th, 2006, just a month short. The feelings were Of the Hannah Montana premiere. That's so sweet. Mm-hmm. I hope that it was a he, cute little song. I just hope that he got to see it. I hope that he got to see an advanced screening of mm. the pilot, and he got to see his granddaughter be Hannah Montana. Um, but yeah, it's a really it's a sweet song, yeah. and like I'm gonna get a little deep for a second here. Please. I mean, when when I was like 16, and my dog passed away, I played this song. Like I'm sorry lot. for laughing. No, it's okay. It's funny. It's funny. Like I, when I say that this whatever show, gets you through it. Yeah, man. Like this show and this music has really like carried me through my life. And I used to think that was like embarrassing and dorky, but it's just like it's it is embarrassing and dorky, but it's true. And yeah. there's like nothing I can do about it. Yeah. And I'm just excited that I have this opportunity to like be loud and proud about how much I love this show yeah and because when I was watching it I you know like my dad made me feel like it was wrong to love something like this because it was for girls you know Mm. and I had to you know hide my love away I had a very similar sort of I definitely didn't participate in media that didn't seem explicitly for girls Mm -hmm. um I did not care about boy stories yeah I didn't either I really didn't sports uh I really didn't care about any boy stories. Yeah, I didn't care about the big play. Like, yeah, yeah I was... I, sorry, I know that this could be confusing. The big play at the big game. Right, okay. I, was I say, always care about, I always care about the, the big, big play, play at the end yeah, of the year. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. The big play is a big deal. Um, but yeah, sports shows. No. Yeah, no thank you. Yeah. Um, but we did get another nice Robbie Ray's a dad. But this is just like you know yeah. what? Some episodes, Lily's going to be the best friend, and I think it'll help make up for the very clearly few times that Robbie Ray's going to be the good dad. Yeah. But this is one of the times that he, I feel like, I I hate to give it to him, but he knocked it out of the park. He did. He did a really good job. <laughs> and yeah, sports. you know. <laughs> oh no, ew. Um, yeah, he talks about, like, you know, basically what we were talking about earlier, yeah. how he's like, you know, like, I just met this woman, I can't just bring her around, I want to make sure that she's a good fit for our family, yeah. you know, before I start getting you guys excited about the potential of having a maternal figure in the home. Yeah. You know, and then she understands that, Maybe a beautiful moment. Yeah. And then, um, this is my least favorite thing that happens in children's shows, even from the time I was a kid. She almost got away with it. Mm-hmm. And then Robbie Ray finds the ladder that yeah. she climbed down. And it's like, and then she's just like, let's not ruin the beautiful moment. Yeah. And just hugs him. And she kind of does get away with it because we don't really see the resolution. I, I mean, she's got to explain why the ladders. I, it's just like you leave the evidence mm-hmm. out. It shows like this, hopefully, that are teaching kids hide the evidence mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> you're yeah. not gonna get away with it and yet they can't have kids getting away with things on shows like this mm-hmm. because you know they have like a responsibility right. to make sure that kids don't act a fool but um oh i think she got so close she so this close. is the last like not even two minutes of the episode before she gets caught yeah Good and for her. And then we get the throw. And now we're starting, like, I throw, see. like, the throwaway, throwaway gags. Closers, yeah. 
yeah, for the closer. So it's just Cooper and Jackson doing the belly face thing. And they both sound like they're doing impressions of Meatwad from Aqua Teen Hunger Force. <laughs> That's funny. I, uh, I'm not familiar, but oops. I mean, you... I, you will hear the voice, and you will hear that it's crazy. I just love how uh, Robbie ends the episode by coming in and saying, "Sorry, I ever taught you that, son." Because <laughs> they're talking about how they're like alone on a Saturday night without any dates, and Robbie's like, "It's my fault." <laughs> so I guess he was a pretty good dad this episode. Yeah, yeah. He, I mean, and you know what? As far as dads go, they're all hit or miss. Yeah, but this. After two pretty distinct misses, mm-hmm. third episode, it's a hit. Yeah. yeah. And maybe that's why I didn't like it as much. <laughs> yeah. Because it was really out of character for Robbie to be a good father. Yeah, he wasn't funny. He was just good. He was just Lily a good was a father. bad influence. Yeah. This was a mess. This was a weird episode. This was a weird episode. And I was, so yeah, like I said, I have previously been excited because I'm like, strap me into this roller coaster, baby. Mm-hmm. But now I was excited to watch the next episode because it's like, ugh, what's the undo button for this mess? Yeah. Well, I think next week's episode will be. Uh, from what I remember, there are some antics. Nice. Some antics. Yeah. Some double life antics Ooh, about. Because yeah. there were uh, it's a handful of antics, but I think like the weight and like the the weight of this episode was on the emotional story of Robbie Ray potentially finding a new girlfriend yeah. and how that will settle with his kids. You know, see, for the longest time, I never really thought that... So, like, we talked about last week how I felt like those first two episodes were really good at establishing the universe, mm. but this third one is kind of a part of it, I yeah. feel like, because it establishes, like, the more of the fin- family dynamic yeah. than the past two had, mm-hmm. and exactly, like, what's going on with her mom, and, and I, they also mentioned that it has been three years since her mom passed. Yes, I do remember So, that there was just that kind of, like... So, yeah, I think that these first three episodes are really more just about establishing, like, the universe and the dynamics, but between mm-hmm. the main characters, yeah. and now we'll get to have some antics and yeah. some fun and some sitcom bits. I'm not trying to rush it. I'm just uh, observing, you know? Yeah. I'm just a rider on this road. Yeah, but I think it, the overall, I give it, like, maybe a C. Yeah, this episode? Yeah. Definitely. Or we could give it what Jackson got on his midterm, <laughs> throwing it back to Bucky in the yeah, beginning. Yeah, C-. Um, yeah, C-. That's the, not the last time that the character Bucky is, that somebody is named Bucky. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah. I feel like that's some country shorthand. Yeah. You'll get to meet Bucky, Kentucky one day. Ooh! So can I ask you what you think of Margot Diamond? Do you think we'll ever see her again? Um, to me, honestly, it didn't feel like they were setting her up to come back. Yeah, she's never coming back. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, it didn't feel like she was going to be a mainstay. I wouldn't be surprised if... Robbie Ray does get a girlfriend mm-hmm. um, or has like a character that he hangs around in that fashion. Um, I hope that they have a better relationship. Um, Miley and this woman do. I feel like that would <laughs> yeah. then, you know, Hannah Montana having to wear her whole deal and fake who she is to like go meet her. Yeah. But I also hope uh, that um, Miley recognizes a little about excuse me i also hope that miley recognizes a little bit about you know the import of privacy Mm -hmm. and patience Mm -hmm. and just lets uh robbie ray do his thing yeah i think i mean i guess if that was the moral of the episode yeah is that you can't really parent your parents sometimes you have to yeah i mean but in this case i don't think that they have to no they really don't i mean Especially, I don't think on a Disney Channel show they would 
you know, sell the idea that like parents need parenting. Right. But I like that the impulse that as teenagers have Mm -hmm. that, you know, teenagers who think they know everything, like she does think her opinion matters, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which I guess like in the long run it ultimately does. But like, I can see why she wanted to be controlling, but yeah, it wasn't going to happen like that. And I like that Robbie Ray was establishing boundaries and he was enforcing them Mm -hmm. and that he was, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I hate to admit that Robbie Ray is the winner of this episode for me. Yeah. Wow. I'm, I'm shocked. I, wow. All right. (laughs) Well, sometimes we don't have to agree on everything else. But um, yeah, so I guess that's that just wraps that wraps things up for this week. All right, so again, you can find us on Instagram at Sweet Niblets Pod and on Twitter at Sweet Niblets Pod. And uh, we're gonna have um, we're gonna post that belt so yeah. that you can all see how horrible it is. Right. We're gonna post some other fit pics. Yeah. Because we gotta some other fun little moments from the episode. Yeah, you gotta check out our Instagram. We're always posting like goofy little things on there for you to yeah. vote on, stuff for you to laugh at, and yeah. stuff that we laughed at. Yeah, yeah, and then just like you know, fun Hannah throwbacks. Yeah. You know, now and then, and also leave us a review. Please leave us a review. It really helps us out. And, yeah. You know, tell your friends and just yeah, we just. We just want to hang out and talk about Hannah Montana. And we want you here with us. If you ever have questions, reach out to us. If you want to, if you notice something in the episode that you think we got wrong, we want to hear about it. Yeah, call us out. Yeah, we're here for you, gang. We're here. All right. So and uh, Hannah, we'll see you next week. All right. I love you. Bye. Bye. Whoa, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa.